to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Can we stand up and get ready to go to worship? Once again, our congregation would like to thank you for listening to another edition of the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation podcast. The local church is located at 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana, and we can be found on the web at www.cogopoh.com. And we can be found on MySpace at myspace.com forward slash C-O-G-O-P-O-H. Well, as promised, this is a special podcast for you. We have the Steel Pan Band from the Isle of Trinidad that came out on Monday, October 8th and played for us. And that was just awesome. And this podcast is not going to do any justice to them, um, but hopefully you get it an idea of what it's like to experience this unique playing style from uh, this particular band. Uh, I'm going to give you a little background on them before I go right into them and let you hear what they've got to do and how they play in that. Um, from the Wikipedia, uh, it says a steel pan, also known as steel drums or pans, and sometimes collectively with the musicians as a steel band, is a musical instrument and a form of music originating in Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad is the largest and most populous of the 23 islands which make up the country of Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad is the southernmost island in the Caribbean and lies just 11 kilometers or 7 miles off the northeastern coast of Venezuela. The pan is a pitched percussion instrument. It's tuned chromatically, although some toy or novelty steel pans are tuned diatonically, made from a 55-gallon drum of the type that stores oil. In fact, drum refers to the steel drum containers from which the pans are made. The steel drum is correctly called a steel pan or pan as it falls into the idiophone family and instruments, and it is not technically regarded as a drum or a membranophone. The origin of the steel pan evolved out of the earlier musical practices of Trinidad's enslaved Africans and Afro-descendants who, made, who had to uh, make do with discarded materials for constructing musical instruments as well as specific cultural response to the specific demographic conditions present on the islands. In its contemporary form, it first arose in the 1930s and was developed largely during World War II. The first record of a pan band in the press appeared in a report of the Trinidad and Tobago Carnival in the Trinidad Guardian dated Tuesday, February 6, 1940. I'm going to go ahead and go right into letting you listen to the steel pan band. This is amazing stuff live. If you ever hear about anything, if you find, catch them in the newspaper or whatever, however they advertise, if you ever get a chance to see them, you've got to come out and see them. It's really great.
you're enjoying it so far from the steel pan band they're almost finished up there's about yeah, probably about another 22 minutes or so left of it 23 minutes uh, I'll give you a little more background on them this is, again this is from the Wikipedia uh, the early bands were essentially rhythm bands however during the 1940s discarded uh, 55 gallon steel oil drums became the preferred type of pan and perhaps noticing that constant drumming changed the tone of the pans, techniques were developed to tune them to enable melodies to be, dr uh, to be played. During World War II, tambu bamboo bands were usually performed during Trinidad's carnival began using steel drums discarded by the U.S. military to make advanced versions of their instruments. Ellie Metnet is credited as the first person to use an oil drum in 1946. By the late 1940s, the music had spread to neighboring islands. Two Americans, George Wittemeyer and Harvey J. Price, have secured a U.S. patent for the process of formation of a Caribbean steel pan using a hydroforming press. This patent is being challenged by the Trinidad and Tobago Legal Affairs Ministry since many Trinidadian drum makers have used similar methods for years. Their pan-making company, Hydroforming, has gone out of business. Steel bands in the early years were looked down upon by upper-class society and the pan players were seen as undesirables. This view is completely reversed to the point where there are many more church steel bands than conventional bands.
You're listening to the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation Podcast, 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana. I hope you're enjoying it so far, and this last bit is the uh, final stretch. is sort of their finale, I guess. Um, keep in mind, this last part, they play for almost seven minutes straight, and that's, uh, that's got to be very tiring to be beating on those drums for that length of time. Give you a little bit more uh, information here from the Wikipedia about the construction of, the, of those uh, steel uh, pan bands, uh, steel pans. Um, the pans are constructed by pounding the top of the oil drum into a bowl-like shape known as sinking the drum. The drum is tempered over a fire until it is white hot and allowed to cool. Then the notes are laid out, shaped, grooved, and tuned with a variety of hammers and other tools. The note's size corresponds to the pitch. The larger the oval, the lower the tone. This is their, this is the steel pan band from the Isle of Trinidad. This is their finale, if you will, here. And I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I know I didn't do, uh, I tried my best to pick up every note, and I uh, tried to EQ it the best I could and process it the best I could so it would be uh, sound right. But uh, there's just no justice to it. You have to see them live to really get the true effect of this uh, amazing style of play. And if you ever get a chance, you can go to the Isle of Trinidad. Americans are welcome. Um, and this is the kind of thing, you know, this kind of stuff happens down there a lot. They have Carnival and everything down there and this is where you'll see a lot of the steel pan bands and that so hope you enjoyed this and here is the steel pan band their finale
congregation would like to extend a warm thank you for listening to our podcast. We invite you to find out more about our church by visiting our website at cogopoh.com. If you do not have a church home, please consider joining us in our worship and service. We are located at 6808 Missouri Avenue in Hammond, Indiana. We have services every Sunday morning, starting with Sunday school at 10 a.m. Worship service begins at 11 a.m. The pastor's sermon usually begins around 1130 a.m. And our evening service begins at 6 p.m. We also have a prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You have a blessed morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of day you're listening. And be sure to join us next week as we try to bring you another edition of the Abundant Life Community Church, the Church of God of Prophecy Congregation Podcast. Oh, and I'm glad, I'm glad he did.